Welcome back to the Week in Review. Uh, Hello. How's it going? I hope that all of you guys remembered uh, that it was Valentine's Day. Hey, Tim, when did you remember it was Valentine's Day? Right now Day? when you told me that it was Valentine's Day, <laughs> so I hope that we all remember it. We were recording this on Thursday, and I'm really grateful that uh, in the nick of time, very much like, like I do things. Sorry, Allie. No, babe, it was a lot of time and attention <laughs> and thought. Yeah, so yeah, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. He's so red right now, yeah. guys. He forgot Valentine's Day. No, I didn't. I didn't. It is only Thursday tomorrow. We're good. We hope that you guys had a great Valentine's Day and that you enjoyed a really um, very Valentine's-like sermon. So, all about love, right? <laughs> no, wrong in a, sermon. In a big box in the middle of the stage and... It was a good time. Um, before we jump in the intersect, uh, we do have some announcements. Uh, we don't know what they are, but they are great, in the email. Wonderful. They'll be in the email. Yeah. Kristen's going to do such Most a great job with the email this week. If you bring your intersect to small group, you'll have the announcements. They're right there. I don't know if people know that. They're on. Yeah, they're in there. The announcements that I use, I use from the loop. Yeah, it's weird. It's mm. weird. Redundant communication. You know, we just make sure it's. You know, all over the place, announcing things. Yes. <laughs> awesome. That's it. Notice, though, no matter how many times you write it down, I still don't know what they are, but they're there. So moving on, intersect time. We are jumping in, um, <clears throat> looking at kind of how to pull this pull this past apart. And there's, again, like we had last week, um, we're going through larger sections of scripture. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot that um, can be pulled pulled from. Mm-hmm. And so this is where that kind of, hey, what stuck out to you? Um, when you guys read through this passage, like we tried to encourage you last time, we're giving you a sneak peek. So hopefully your group is reading through the passage. So, hey, when you read through this passage the first time, what stuck out to you? Did oh, anything that's change? That's good. When we went through it together this past weekend? And that type of language as you ask these kind of questions. How about now? Have you read through it again after Steve went through it? Did you see anything new? Well, did something stand out different to you than what he pointed out? Very good. It was good. interesting. In our group, a lot of the things that stood out uh, were not point his main points, Steve's mm-hmm. main points. Yeah. But they were just things that he had said that really had stood out to them. So it wasn't even a point. So that's really good. That's, this question is for that so that we could see where they are and why these things are standing out. And go ahead and read the passage ahead of time before even hearing the lesson. Allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you and yeah. have things stand out to you. I think it's a great opportunity for you guys. And even like this past this weekend that we're coming up to, uh, before we got into the five points that Steve laid out for us, there was a whole bunch of meat in that passage. And so even though it might not have a bullet point or a fill-in-the-blank in your note sheet, there's a ton of stuff that's there for you. On the intersect, though, once we go into the other questions, what Steve is doing, he's kind of pulling from those fill-in-the-blanks, which is, for me, sometimes a reminder that uh, some of our group members, um, they print stuff off a line or they don't have the the, the fill-in-the-blanks filled in. Mm-hmm. So as you're kind of going through that, make sure they know what, you know what it is because he's going to reference it right here. He's going to talk about... You know, how do you sustain and attain, you know, what you've attained? How do you make sure you don't regress in your faith? How do you make sure that you are continuing to progress in, in, in the life of faith and faithfulness? Make sure they understand what they're talking about. Cause sometimes it's a little bit difficult to do that. Um, 
that that's going to be a really good question. It's also going to be a question that can be really, really um, personal and specific uh, because we all do different things, right? Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, going into the the verses, uh, we have a couple really, really, I think, foundational passages in here. Mm-hmm. And this is going off the same question that we just kind of pulled apart. In so, question two. Yes. Yeah, in question two. So now he's kind of doubling down in question three. And now we're looking at, okay, what are some specific steps that the Bible has to say? And so we're looking at that. How does this kind of help us, you know, continue to run the race that God has set before us, you know, and do those types of things. So, And I think that's good. And I think um, just when you read these passages and you read them ahead of time, you know, I was sharing with Tim earlier, you read Psalms 101 and there's very distinct things that David says that he will not do. And um, in that, that we're not you know, like if you're reading it and pointing it out and like looking across the room at like, look at these are the things that David should not do. You know, we're not directing them to other people. We're taking in there for what's for us. And we're not using that to, you know, point fingers or anything like that to someone else. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's a natural thing. So we can much easily see the the speck in our neighbor's eye that we can't see the plank in our own. Mm-hmm. And so for us, as we can sit there, especially when we have married couples, so they're, you know, mm, our, our... Nudging each other. Yeah, our wives are going to be much more um, hey, aware nudge of... and kick too. Husband, yeah, I'm not saying... Yeah, I'm just saying our wives are usually more in tune with this and read the passage. And there's some stuff in here, guys, you know, that is going to be, unfortunately, that we're going to say that it's a part of some of our, some of our group members' lives. And when mm-hmm. David say, hey, I'm not going to do this, I am going to do this, we're, there's going to be some things where our lives are not in sync with what David is proclaiming. That's good. But for us to say, don't don't be like, and don't sit here and have this like breakdown moment, say, okay, now I have something to strive for. Where I would challenge you in Psalm 101, I think that's just a fantastic passage. I would read through it, comment, what does that mean? Well, what, what does that mean? Mm. Well, what does that mean? You know, and work yourself through the passage and then look at that. Okay, what are the things... David's saying, I will do this, I won't do that. So what are those things that that you will do? Yes. And what are those things that you won't do? Write them down. Yeah, like, make your make your own m- list. Exactly, make your own list. Challenge our group members to make their own list. Mm-hmm. And, and, and there, there, this shouldn't be have something we have to brainstorm. We already know these things. We know what we will do and we won't do inside of our marriages. We know what we will do and we won't do at work. We know what we will do and we won't do with our kids, but we don't define them. And sometimes, you know, without it being fully defined, sometimes without it being completely expressed, it's just kind of these things that are assumed and then Mm -hmm. we run into trouble. That's good. So do that. I think it's, I think, honestly, I think Psalm 101 for me is the meat of this week's whole time in small group. Yeah. And I, and I would just say, press into that. It is a Psalm of David. He's speaking in the first person. So he's talking about himself. Uh, and what he will do. Be mindful of that as you're reading through that. Uh, Philippians 3, um, he has this idea. He, it's this contrary. He's like, I will not let my past hold me back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll forget the past and I'll move on to what God has. I'm telling you right now, that's a trigger because there's a lot of people that are going to have a really hard time because their past is the thing that is keeping them from the present and from their purpose for the future. Oh, and a lot of people, the past is what defines them. 100%. And so to be able to forget their past is going to be really hard. 
and he's not saying that we need to forget everything, right? But mm-hmm. what he's saying is, is he's talking about forgiveness, right? Mm-hmm. He's talking about forgiving herself. Mm-hmm. He's talking about forgiving others. And so one of the questions that I would ask in this is, is <clears throat> how is your past holding you back? Um, if we acknowledge, you know, in this, like Paul saying, I'm not allowing the fact that I was a... <laughs> that I used to persecute and kill Christians, hold me <laughs> back from reaching the world for Christ. Praise God, right? <laughs> right. We're all here because of that. We are all here. We are all able to worship Jesus because Paul did not allow the past to hold him back. How are we allowing our past to hold us back? I remember for, for myself, in this, it was, this, was a, this was the thing for me. You know, when I first started mm-hmm. teaching and preaching, there are people that are in our church. They're, my family's all here. My high school friends are all here. And it's like, do I allow the, the foolishness of my past to hold me back or do I step into the full purpose that God has saying I'm going to be free to run? That's How good. are our has, past holding us back? I think that second, um, second Peter uh, is a great passage of progression. Progression and yeah, I like the word supplement in there. Supplement, exactly. So he's just going through this list of how you're gonna, you know, what are you exchanging? What are you supplementing? How are you progressing in your faith? What are these things that are adding unto to become more and more like Christ? Um, those are all good things there. As we jump down into the application question, or number four, really, um, <clears throat> we're gonna go into this idea that he said it was his fourth point, I believe, this weekend's, yeah, number four, it says there. Um, Talking about uh, what do we, what wins do you need to celebrate? Um, this is something actually interesting. I'm like, I think God's trying to do something with me, hmm. uh, but just this is yeah. a common theme that I've been kind of running in my own life right now. Is like, how are we celebrating the wins? I am personally not the best at this. Like, I'm, I love a challenge. I love to go get the job done. I love to have solve a problem. I love to fix things. And then I just move on and look for the next thing to fix instead of ever saying, no, man, look what God did here. Look mm-hmm. what we were able to accomplish. And so I think inside of our marriages, inside of our families, particularly how we're raising our kids, even at work, if you're a person that's in management or boss, like how are you celebrating the wins? How are you marking these things, these kind of monument moments in your mm-hmm. life? But not even the monumental ones. How are you doing the little ones? That's good. That's good. And I think for some of us, and particularly if you have some couples inside of your group that have are going through a tougher season inside their marriage, um, encouraging them to spend more time, you know, focusing on thinking through and celebrating what is going right than than focus on and thinking through what's going wrong. And that is a juxtaposition. That's them actually having to physically do that. And they're going to probably need some tools to put in place. So uh, I was doing some counseling and a couple was talking about how she wrote down on her bathroom mirror every single thing that she loved about her husband and that when she got to these places where she was frustrated with him, she'd force herself to go back up into her bathroom and look at her mirror Mm -hmm. and remember all the amazing things that he's done. And that gave her a better perspective to go have a conversation to do whatever she needed to do. And so she was celebrating the wins all the times he, you know, showed her affection, love and cared for her is there. I think about like, um, simple things like how are you celebrating your anniversary right now? Men, how are you, celebrating Valentine's Day. Yeah, I mean, Tim, how are you celebrating Valentine's Day? I planned Day? for it. <laughs> celebrated it, you it's know. It's a good it's a great reminder that um he talks about like physical things and physical uh 
tokens to mm-hmm. celebrate. You know, I have a lot of things. Uh, I keep a lot of things like notes and things like that that Joey wrote me. One time he put a note in my lunch that was like, like, you're hot, babe, or something so silly. I kept it as just like this, like, what a like fun moment. Yeah. And then I look back to that. And so to be able to celebrate, like, the good times and the good memories and, you know, even, like, with our children, we're not celebrating just academics and stuff yeah. like that. But we're celebrating when they had integrity or when they were kind or, yeah. you know, if they overcame an obstacle that had been really difficult with that, you know, how are we setting up ways to remember that? I think there's some of us in your uh, in our groups that are going to be more natural at celebrating things, mm-hmm. but there'll be other ones that are a lot. They're a lot more. They're like me. That this is not going to be something they're really good at. I think it'd be really helpful for me and other people like me just to say brainstorm some ways that we can celebrate. Whether it's actually printing the fo- the photos that are on our phone, mm-hmm. whether it's doing and like um, getting a small token or memento there, whether it's you know. Whatever it is, but uh, obviously I don't have many examples because I'm, <laughs> I'm not good at this, but other people are. And it's, I think it would be really cool if we encourage each other in that and we celebrated the wins inside of our small group and our lives across the whole. So that's good. Great weekend. Uh, we hope you guys enjoy this conversation and it's fruitful for you and for your group. We will talk to you guys soon. Thanks, Take guys. Care. Bye.